Oh, and then I guess we'll jump in with an awkward intro. Awkward intro. So awkward. Can y'all hear me fine? Oh, yeah. yeah. You sound perfect. Clear. Mm -hmm. Crisp. Like it. (laughs) Oh, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right. I just uh, I just finished working out not too long ago. I'm supposed to be going to go see the Super Mario movie tomorrow with one of my friends, and uh, they're going to be dressing up as as Princess Peach. Like okay, we, were spo- nice. we were supposed to go tonight, but plans changed, so that's why I needed to do the switcheroo tonight. It happens. Oh, we're glad yeah. you're here. Yeah. You you gonna uh, counter her Peach with any any uh? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be Mario. Oh, yeah, there you go. I, I got there you everything. Go. I got the overalls. I got the hat, and I got uh, I got the red shirt. So I'm good to go. Oh, there you go. I mean, you're the number one hero, so you should be the number one hero. Exactly. Right. Forward to seeing any documentation of that if it happens. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, um, I'm good. It's been a good week, and I'm glad good. to be here talking about movies. Do love talking about movies. <laughs> Speaking of talking about movies, Banks, we got a question for you. Uh, is this is this uh, part of the the? Uh, yeah, this is all going in. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure if we were just uh, you know just talking before we got started, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it, it, there, there would probably be a little more of that, but uh, we're we're running late, and we got another episode to record. Right okay, this. okay. <laughs> but hey, that's what we do. Um. So, uh. We're talking the best animated feature, mm-hmm. and uh, that started in 2001, and we were wondering what films you would have given the best animated feature Academy Award to before 2001 if the category existed. Uh, like, I can select multiple films? Yeah, you can select sure. as many as yeah. you like. Uh, I don't know what year it came out, but definitely Hercules. That'd be 97. Okay, I, I figured it was 97. I wasn't sure if it was 96 or 97, but definitely Hercules, uh, Mulan. It's, it's, it's going to be a bunch of Disney movies. Uh, <laughs> the Lion King, Aladdin, uh, yeah. Goofy Movie. Uh, I've been, you know, I've been waiting for someone to say Goofy Movie. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it was you. <laughs> yeah, yes. of course. It's, it's in my top five. Like The movies that I just listed right now are all in my top five favorite Disney movies of all time. Aladdin, uh, Hercules, Lion King, Mulan, and a Goofy movie. That's my top five. Solid lineup. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else you want to add to that list? Uh, I'm trying to think other animated movies that came out. Um, I mean, I know you had Toy Story, but I feel like the movies that are in my top five, they're in my top five for a reason because... Mm -hmm. It's like I hold those movies dear to my yeah. heart. Like Toy Story, it's a good movie and I love it, but I feel like I didn't really like take anything away from Toy Story. And, and like that's the reason why I kind of don't like Toy Story 4 because it's like when you look at Toy Story 4, they I don't like the direction of this is what toys are supposed to do when they don't have owners anymore. I Just the whole concept of it, I, I, like it was just weird to me. And I feel like that, They should have just ended at Toy Story 3, where it ended on a very high note. And I just feel like Toy Story 4 just kind of ruined the ending for Toy Story 3. Oh, you'll have to listen to our episode that we recorded last week for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and and on top of that, if you're giving it to Goofy Movie, you can't give it to Toy Story because they came out the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's a solid lineup. Absolutely. Should we talk about a movie? Okay, let's talk about another movie. you beautiful people out there in podcast land my name is paul workman i'm zach mccoy and i am the number one hero benjamin banks all right and we are your oscar grouches welcome back to the oscar podcast where we discuss oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the academy went wrong if they went wrong and what film are we watching this week zach we're exploring the essence of humanity and the meaning of life in pixar's soul oh very nice this is everybody's first time watching soul uh 
Now I watched it when it initially dropped. Because uh, didn't it come out on Christmas? It, it came out the same day as uh, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, and um, and we uh, we can be heroes from Robert uh, Rodriguez. I remember that. Yeah, because I remember. <laughs> yeah, we had Paul come on to our podcast. Well, we didn't do a podcast. We did a, a video review for Wonder Woman nineteen. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I, but yes, yeah, so, between Wonder Woman eighty four and Soul, Soul was the number one movie that came out that weekend. I remember. Uh, I'm going to say this is my first proper watch because I've seen it in pieces before now um, mm -hmm. because uh, my family had started watching it when I was at work one day and I kind of came in and I was like, okay, I'm not going to sit down and watch it halfway through, but I've seen bits and pieces. But this this week was my first time properly watching it start to finish. Very nice. And, Paul, uh, did you freeze? <laughs> I did freeze. Man, what a determined face I'm making. Uh, I also watched this on Christmas Day. I don't remember if I watched this We Can Be Heroes and Wonder Woman all on the same day. Probably not because, you know, I got two, <coughs> two families I got to go do Christmas with every Christmas day. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and there we are. Yeah. So I, I feel like, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but... No, no. Um, I remember when uh, the movie that you're talking about, what is it called? We we are we heroes. can be heroes. We can be heroes. I remember when that movie came out because I remember you had posted that you were going to be watching it. And I was like, eh, eh, I don't know, you know, and I still haven't seen that movie. I mean, I've heard I've heard good things about it, but I still haven't seen it, though. You should watch it. It is the the quasi sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl, one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I have seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I know that that was uh, the inspiration for Modoc and Ant Man Quantumania. What's it? George Lopez. Yeah, the floating hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now we're going to get into an Oscar breakdown. Break it down. All right. So, our best animated feature. Goes to Soul, giving Pete Doctor and Dana Murray Academy Awards. Uh, it beats out Onward, Over the Moon, a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, and Wolfwalkers. All right. Uh, outside of the category, uh, we get Soul winning Best Original Score, giving John Batiste his first Academy Award, giving Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross their second Academy Award. Uh, Soul also up for Best Sound. Which it loses, of course, to Sound of Metal. Oh, yeah. Sound of Metal. Which hmm. is just an incredible sound design. Yeah. I, like, I've mentioned it before, but I was wearing my headphones watching that movie. And just, like, the way things go from one ear to the other and kind of demonstrate what he's experiencing in the movie, it's uh, rarely felt things like that. In right. right. And, uh... That's it. That's all. That's all the animated films picked up for the year. Okay. So that is our Oscar breakdown. Short and sweet. <sighs> it shouldn't be. But yeah, it seems like uh, there wasn't really uh, that big of, of a selection. I mean, like it was a big selection, but I mean, in my opinion, I mean, it's a reason why Soul won, you know? Mm. Well, we're going to get into that now. So let's talk about this movie. This movie. I've got some feelings. Um, I think, uh, would it be proper to ask our guest to share his feelings first? Yeah, go ahead. Thanks. When, how, how do you feel about this movie? So I really enjoyed the movie. Um, when it was first announced, because I say this all the time, like I really do not watch trailers for movies. Mm -hmm. And I had seen photos of Soul. And I remember there was like this controversy as well when uh, the yep. movie was first announced because they were saying that uh, black characters in Disney movies are always either animals or ghosts or something mm -hmm. like that. And they, uh, that in, in a lot of animated films, when a black gets to be the lead, they generally yeah. turn the black main character into something else. Yeah. And so I, I remember that and it was just like, 
before that, like I had never even like, you know, picked up on that until like somebody said that. And then, you know, you had other people saying, well, like, yeah, they do that to other different races too, uh, that are people of color. And I was just like, wow, like I never yeah. even looked at it like that. And uh, hopefully like that changes, you know, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but, well, and, you oh, know, when we got, we got like into the spider verse, what the, the year before this, two mm-hmm. years before this. So, there's there's at least a trajectory where it's changing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, but into the Spider-Verse, I mean, it's like we already know who Miles Morales is. So right. it's not like they were going to turn him into a spider in the movie. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, like a lot of the Disney movies, like when it's people of color, like they always turn into some sort of animal or ghost or something like that, which... It's like, I just hope that, like, you know, moving forward, that they don't keep doing stuff like that. But right. uh, back to Soul, when it came out on Christmas, I watched it. I watched Soul before I watched Wonder Woman 1984, because I already knew what I was getting myself into with that movie. And right. I really enjoyed Soul. I enjoyed the message that it had. Um, I feel like Soul was the first movie, in my opinion, that while it was a kid's movie, it was really made for adults. And right. I feel like soul is what set the tempo for a lot of the movies that came out afterwards, like with Encanto and turning red. It's like, even though these are kids movies, it's like the messages in these movies, while, you know, kids is good for kids. You know, adults see this stuff. And it's just like, yeah, like, you know, it could be for us as well, but soul really hit close to home with, uh, you know, being in my thirties and whatnot. And, uh, you know, with Joe Gardner wanting to, you know, do everything that he wanted to do in his life and whatnot, but by him wanting to do everything that he wanted to do, like he was missing out on other things and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff was passing him by and whatnot. And, you know, I, I really loved the scene with um his barber where they were talking and whatnot. And he, the barber was just like, yeah, like you never really, you know, asked me anything. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you just come in and it's crazy because like I have always been a person where when whoever my barber is, like we have conversations. Like I just got my hair cut today. And uh, you know, when I went in there, like my barber, he was asking me about the conventions and whatnot. And uh, cause the last time I saw him, I told him I was going to Florida and, you know, right. the last time I saw him, like, you know, he was telling me about, um, you know, he started working out in the gym and whatnot. So I was asking him like, how's that stuff going? And then we started talking about anime and whatnot. So I just feel like that this movie, it has so many things in it that uh, especially, too, is a good representation for the black community and whatnot. Since I feel like there really hasn't been uh, animated film in a long time where like there was representation for the black community. And I think that they did a really good job with that. Uh, The animation was really good. The scenery, the aesthetics the music that they use. And then also too, I, I was in the movie. Like, I oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really? was in the movie. Like they, they put me in the movie and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, like I, I could have had asked for anything better. So yeah, going on and I could talk for hours, but you know, I want to pass the ball to you guys. So whoever wants to go next by all means. Absolutely. Well, um, I, yeah, I was going to mention, I enjoyed your, uh, your role as Curly in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Excellent. Uh, so I, I had a list of, you know, you touched on a lot of things that I have here. I have the good and, and the bad about this film. I think the good are the music is outstanding. I, I love the music. Um, characters, designs, setting, lighting. They brought in cinematographer Bradford Young, who had worked on films like Selma and was nominated for an Oscar on his, for his work on Arrival. And, you know, they wanted to make sure they got the the lighting and tone right for skin tone and stuff that, you know, Pixar hadn't worked with a lot of characters of color. So they brought him right. in and that uh, they did a great job there. And I think the message, there's a good overall message. I uh, like the themes of striving to enjoy the little things in life and that you don't have to be destined for one specific thing, but then it gets into the bad. I think that message kind of comes in really fast towards like the start of the third act. And then the movie ends abruptly. Like, there's a lot of questions and stuff and it, you don't have to answer all the questions in a movie, but when you have such a, 
like a high concept with with the great beyond and all that and mm-hmm. um the the story feels incomplete and one of the things that really it's a little thing but it bothered me at the end of the movie where one of the jerry's distracts terry and just moves that little counter mm-hmm. i'm like Terry was obsessive. He would have noticed that. That wouldn't fix anything. He, he, I mean, one time or another, the numbers are going to come back up. And and Terry's going to know. Um, but, of course, yeah, I also had the note about, you know, black characters being turned into creatures and things. You know, it's a bad trope that, um, especially when 22, uh, you know, got a white woman <laughs> initiating all this change in a black man's life. <laughs> so yeah. There's things you can talk about there, especially, you know, like you mentioned the scene at the barbershop, it, it kind of, it was a good scene, but it rubbed me a little badly because like 22 initiated the conversation that Joe never did. And I understand, you know, they're, they're both helping each other grow, but I don't know. Well, I feel like sometimes in life, you have to look at stuff from the outside, like, cause there may be things that you may think are, are completely fine, but then it's just like when you actually see, it's just like, wow, like this is how I am. Or like, I never noticed. Like That's there was true. one, like, so something about me that like I'm trying to uh, work on is that, you know, like I'm always like happy and, and cheerful and stuff like that. But then it's just like, sometimes like when I get in my feelings, um, it's like my face doesn't look like ecstatic or happy and stuff. And I remember one time before I had went into the gym because I was in my feelings and I had I had opened up the camera on my phone by accident and I was like, wow, I was just like, that's how I look when I'm sad. Like, I, it's like, I don't want to look like that because it's like it, it doesn't look good, you know? So I feel like sometimes it's like you do have to look at yourself from a different perspective to mm-hmm. know that you have to uh, work on changing yourself to be better or um, changing like things that you do, like dialogue and stuff like that. But right. I, I mean, I agree with you too on the whole, um, you know, it was, it was somebody else in his body and like, you know, but at the same time too, you know, he had to see that stuff because yeah. he, he wasn't seeing this stuff, you know, same That's thing true. like with right. his mom, like he would have never stood up to his mom like that, you know? So it's like, yeah, it was a good yeah. thing that 22 was in his body to help out with that. Yeah. Gave him the armor to be able to have the courage. Yeah. And I, I, I think, a, I think a big point that you brought up Zach is what if we just recast Tina Fey, which is a thing I don't like saying, cause I love Tina Fey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, what if we just re- recast Tina Fey, you know, get, get a black female comedic actor in there, you know, get like a Regina Hall. Yeah. Uh, or uh what's her name um i can't think of her name uh not uh tiffany haddish you oh know tiffany that. haddish yeah. yeah oh tiffany haddish would have been wonderful in that role yeah uh she's so expressive uh yeah yeah and for me i i like this film a lot i i think it has a lot of important things to say about not letting life pass you by uh go out and experience things before you cannot experience them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, even, even if it is just something as minor as talking to another human being, just making a connection, uh, like having a focus is fine, but that focus shouldn't be the only thing in your life. And I think it's a beautiful thing that a lot of people need to hear, especially, especially in a society where we are, programmed to decide what we want to do while we're young. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a, you, you need to make all the decisions of your life when you are in the four years before you become an adult. And then what happens when you don't achieve those things? This, you know, just because you don't achieve them doesn't make you a failure. Uh, you, right. You, you didn't get the goal that you were looking at, but there's plenty of goals to be found around you. Set mm. new goals. Find find things that do fill your life with joy. Yeah. There's a real um, nice uh, new uh, children's picture book called Noticing. It was by the, I forget the author's name, but he did like, what do you do with an idea? What do you do with a chance? Or 
it's mm. a whole series of great books, but it's just about noticing things around you. And I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. Beautiful artwork too. Yeah. And I think all the great beyond stuff is really messy. Yeah. It, it's, it's the part of the film that while interesting, I, I think it isn't rooted enough in like an actual philosophy. Mm hmm. And it just feels like a mess. It's taking so much from so many places and yeah. trying, trying to create something. But I think because they spend so much time outside of the great beyond, we don't get a good grasp on what that world really is. Kind of feels yeah. like a lesser version of Inside Out in that respect. Or, I, or, or even Coco. Like, yeah. Like yeah. We, I want to I know real quick, um, what movie came out after Soul? Was it was it Encanto? Oh, Encanto! Yes. Yeah, Encanto would come out in next year, twenty twenty one. So, what was what was the reference in this movie that uh, that hinted of uh, Pixar's next film, Encanto? Well, Encanto is Disney animation. Oh, okay, okay. So that so then, what was the next uh, Pixar movie? Was it uh, Turning Red? Yeah, Turning Turning Red would come out in March. So then, so then, what was the reference in this movie that showed that Turning Red was coming out? Because you know, That's in it. Turn and Turning Red, like there's a reference to Lightyear in it, right? Mm. Yeah. That's, a, That's an interesting question. Yeah, I never I, thought about that until now. The answer, you know, and I was so wrapped up in watching this film, me and my kids forgot to find the uh, the Pizza Planet truck too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the it's the game we've been playing with all the Pixar films we've been watching. I'm gonna Google that right now. I don't know if anybody else is too. <laughs> uh, please do. My my computer's being slow, so. Um, what, was but, Luca Pixar? Oh, Luca! Luca was Pixar. That come out. That that came out in 2020 as well. I started mm. typing. And it said "Turning Red" reference in Luca before I got to Soul. Oh. Uh, yeah, there is because um, and Luca, there is a a, a four town album or something, uh, right? That is in that is in Luca, but yeah, for for Soul, I don't know. I'm a, okay. I'm about to look it up too. Here it says the Luca Easter egg shows up at about 57 minutes in. Uh, 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 I think they got they they ended up flipping Luca and this when COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. Says, um, so that twenty two accidentally entered Joe body while he's put into the body of a therapy cat as the pair walks down a street in new york part of joe's larger plan to set things right uh da, da, da. there's a poster in the window that reads visit Porto Rosso," a uh, reference to luca's last name oh yes so that's what it was excellent i'm trying to uh like i'm looking i'm seeing like coco references and stuff like there's a lot of toy story references in this movie yeah hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize Donnell Rawlings played Dez. Yes. So there was a Luca reference in in Soul. Okay. Yeah. It was when uh, they said uh, Joe walked by a travel agency mm. that has a poster up with a picture of a seaside town and visit uh, Port Porto Rosso written on it, which was the town in Luca. So that was the Easter egg in uh, the movie. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. But you know, something too that I want to mention about Soul, um, because I can't remember what movie came out before it. Uh I wanna say like this was the first movie where it didn't really have a villain in it. Because even though like Terry is like supposed to be like the villain of the movie, he really isn't. He's just doing his job, you know? Um but I mean, like yeah. you look at you look at all of the movies, like Luca, um, Turning Red, and Kanto. Like there really is no villain. It's just all dealing with family drama. Yeah, we uh, covered Toy Story four last week, and and I, think I that, argue that Toy Story four doesn't have a real villain in it. Yeah, the doll just wanted uh, a voice box because yeah, as, loved. as soon as as soon as they come to terms with Gabby, Gabby, she is immediately like on their side she's kind to them mm -hmm. and they help her they help her achieve her goal yeah so like so toy story 4 doesn't and onward which also 
Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, like their movies. Hmm. Uh, it has a villain, kind of. What did you, I mean? Like at the end of the movie with the 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 dragon, the dragon. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, even going to Coco. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, we get a villain pretty quickly at a point. It, <laughs> yeah, there's there's no real villain until like the last like thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, I need Disney to start bringing villains back. I mean, it's just like I'm fine with them having these stories that deal with like real life situations and stuff like that. But like, when is the last time there was a bad guy in a Disney movie that you hated? You know, like growing up in the '90s, like you had your scars and your Hades, and you know, villains like that. And it's like you you hated those guys. I will say though, I I do, I do enjoy uh, not pushing like the binary of good and evil on children as much. So mm-hmm. you know, if you get a bad guy, maybe like on a rotating basis, that's a little bit better because the idea that you know there is just good and evil, and you're either one or the other, is mm-hmm. is something that uh, I'm glad to not see as much. Yeah. Um, because these films are really like creating a world where people are just flawed. Yeah. Uh, mm. if they're, they're not evil. They just make mistakes. They, they don't look at the world the same way and it's clouded them in some way. And all you, you should treat them with compassion. And that compassion is what is going to save the day. Okay. But I, I mean, do, like, I, I do mean, like I, punches. Yeah, I get where you're coming from with that. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I want to see people fight too. Like, I want to see, uh, I want to see the bad guy like go down. And I don't know. I just feel like a lot of times that uh, when there is a bad guy, and and especially like in children's shows now, whenever I do watch them, uh, they have to fight, and then they end up becoming friends at the end. Mm. But I will say, like one children's cartoon that i watched recently that i really enjoy is um moon girl and devil dinosaur oh i need to watch that like i i really enjoy that show and i, I love the action that they have and i love the music um for good but, things. like that's that's the type of stuff that i like to watch you know yeah i mean yeah. don't get me wrong i like punching punching is a lot of fun my my top two films that we've ranked in this category so far as Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the Incredibles. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Yep. I froze in a really smug looking way. And I don't, (laughs) I don't like looking at that. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I like, uh, you know, a villain that, uh, that gets twisted somehow, you know, that they, they're not just like inherently evil, but they have they've had something, you know, either like a, a Joker type accident or or some sort of serious thing that made them bad and go a little too far. Mm-hmm. When when everybody does end up friends at the end of everything, it it get it gets a little tired. I mean, it's a good message, but yeah, yeah not every time. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh like what Raya and the Last Dragon. Like I, I enjoyed the movie, but as I mean, of course, like they they took inspiration from the Avatar uh, series and whatnot. But right. it's like you know, what the movie starts, uh, like everybody wants to get the jewel, I believe, and then it's like at the end of the movie, spoilers, like everybody becomes friends, and it's just like I mean, because like there really wasn't a, uh, I mean, there was a bad guy, but there really wasn't a bad guy in that movie. Yeah. Because everybody ended up becoming friends at the end, so I was like, eh. "But there is a con baby." Yeah, I love con baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but back to soul. Um, I I'm a, I'm a big fan of what this film has done and mm. what it's trying to say, and if you know the, the lack of a villain, I think is is. It helps this film a lot because I think if there's something he, uh, a force he needs to overcome, it, it suddenly muddles the message. Yeah. I, 
I love all the stuff that's going on like in New York. And like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of jazz music. So I love the, the, the score and all the music here. And, um, you know, if Jonathan were here, he'd mention Trent Reznor and his three uh, keys on his keyboard. So I'll, I'll do that for him. Good job. Um, but yeah, I, I, like uh, Banks said earlier, I think this this film seems kind of firmly almost directed at like uh, middle aged people. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah, more than yeah. than a lot of you know, a lot of Pixar films you know appeal to adults and the child in inside the adult. But yeah, and I'd, I'd like to think that if if this is a child's favorite movie that they would grow up and take the message from it as they grow. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is definitely a film that was like, this is, this is you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, And what's crazy is like, I have never heard a child even bring up soul. You know, it's just like, I, of course it's just in Kanto and turning red, like, I mean, even um, like Luca, like I've never seen any kids bring that up. Like, you know, just going to conventions and whatnot. I always see a lot of turning red cosplayers and and Kanto cosplayers, but it's like they're families. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I've never seen anybody do any Luca cosplays or, um, of course, I mean, and, like Soul, you know. And I, I think uh, I think the movies are good. I think the fact that this was the COVID year. That's true too. Yeah. And they just, mm-hmm. they came out on Disney plus and they just immediately got buried because I think most people just want to forget 2020 and, and the things that happened in 2020 just kind of go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, which is a real shame. I, I, I think this, this is an interesting entry into the pantheon. And if we, if it were more, more cohesive between what we get uh, with Joe and what we get with the great beyond, I, I think this could have been one of their strongest entries. Yeah. I don't really have any more notes. I don't know. Banks, do you have any more uh, feelings um, or thoughts about this movie in particular? Uh, I, I feel like I, I kind of touched on everything. Um, uh, talked about his mom. Talked about mm. his I'm mom. Played, to think. Mom played by Felicia Rashad. Yeah, she she plays a good mom and everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in the Creed series, like I loved her in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have you guys seen Creed three. Yeah, I, I went and saw opening weekend. I haven't yet, but Paul, yeah. Okay, no, I won't say anything. Um, but no, but she did a really amazing job in in the Creed series. Agreed. Um. I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel like we touched on everything. I, I do remember when we had reviewed it that I had asked the question of, like, should there be a sequel? Because it's like 22, she ends up, you know, coming to Earth and whatnot. And I feel mm-hmm. like, I mean, you could do something with that. I can't remember what I said that, that was similar to. I had talked about it. Um, ah, What movie was it? It was a movie with... Is it Kathy Kelly? I think. Hold on. Let me let me let me double check. Is Kathy it another Kelly from an- WWE? No, no, Kathy Kelly or Katie. was it another animated? Uh, Christy Alley. I don't know where I got Kathy Kelly from, but uh, Christy Alley. She was in this Disney movie where she was a dentist, and then she ended up dying. And after she died, uh, she became the Tooth Fairy. And uh, pretty much, oh, uh, I remember that film. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it was like you know, she has to do, she has to do all these good deeds and whatnot, and mm-hmm. then she ends up she ends up uh, getting back into her body and whatnot, and she doesn't remember anything from when she was the two fairy, and that's the same thing that happens with twenty two. It's like they're like, yeah, we're gonna put you in a body, but you're not gonna remember anything. So I was just like, you know, like they could do something like that if they wanted to or like make a short like what do you guys think do you think that they could do a sequel to this movie or i I think a follow-up would be interesting whether it's a a disney plus series i I think a a disney plus series would be like give give us six episodes yeah yeah you could you could uh see 22 and you can maybe develop the great beyond a little bit more with some other souls or something coming down or i don't know um, yeah, my my problem with doing this is like 
a strict movie is where do you go? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Um, Because Joe's story is is complete. We, we, he doesn't, we don't need to see him again. Like, and if we, if we see him again, I, I, I just don't know what that story would be. Just do stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, well, you, you can't you can't set him back to square zero because then that negates this entire film and makes yeah. the message of this feel really bad. Mm-hmm. You and I mean we could watch him be a middle school band teacher, but we've seen enough of that and how he likes to pick children that have talent and try to inspire them as much as possible. He's already good at that, so yeah. I, I just don't know what that story would be. As for 22, I mean, we could f- follow 22's life, I guess, as whomever yeah. they became. I think, uh, like you said, either uh, just a short series or even just a short film like Mr. Banks mentioned. Maybe like a a 12-minute short that just shows like a few quick scenes of Joe just doing a couple things, showing that he's like, you know, making that effort to whatever. And then you see um, almost like a, maybe a montage of 22's life or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I mean, something I, I mean, same thing like for uh, Raya and the last dragon, uh, you know, the way that it ended, like it's set up that there could be a sequel, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if there will be a sequel because I, I don't think that that movie did well either. Is that movie came out before like the pandemic happened, I believe, right? Like, wasn't it in theaters? I think. Uh, I think real it, close. I think it comes out in 2021. Yeah, because oh, I, right. I know I remember you had to pay for it when it was on Disney Plus. Yes, that was the thing that happened. I believe because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's nominated for the award next year. Yeah, so it came out in 2021. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I'm well, yeah, well, they, I, I said all I had to say. I don't have anything else to say. I think we covered everything. I think we did a really good job. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yes. I'm, I'm proud of us as well. So we're going to get into our worsty judgments because this is, I believe, the first Pixar film that doesn't have John Ratzenberger. In it. I was going to say I had no idea where he was. So so there is no Ratzenberger this week. Wow. Uh, so worsty judgments. So we're going to ask our questions that we normally ask Banks, and we're going to start with you. Okay. Our first question is, did this movie deserve to win Best Animated Feature? I think that it did deserve. I enjoyed the animation. I enjoyed the music. Uh, The story overall was really good. It was very relatable. It's something that I think that every adult can relate to. And... uh, yeah, I, I think that it did deserve to win Best Animation. Zach, did this deserve Best Animated Feature? All right, so I'm going to take a look at these other films here. I didn't get a chance to see Over the Moon, unfortunately. Oh, get on that. I will. I need um, to watch that, too. Get on that. I've I seen, heard it's really good. I've seen the others in the category. Onward is going to be on the bottom of my list. I, I feel like it has a good intentions. It just didn't materialize like it should have. Uh, much like their father, I guess. Um, <laughs> and got him. <laughs> um, sorry to disappoint. Uh, not well. I won't disappoint you. But next, I have Sean the Sheep, um, Farmageddon, which is cute and lovely, and uh, it's amazing what they could do with claymation. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. But uh, you know, the best of the batch here for me is wolf walkers um amazing movie and i would have soul ranked just behind wolf walkers um, on this list and the question does it deserve best picture if uh pixar was like brand new and this was their first movie i would say yeah it deserves it sure but you know we've talked uh, covered so many Pixar winners on this podcast, and you were like, you know, Disney keeps winning and Pixar keeps winning, and Wolf Walkers is the conclusion of this Irish folklore trilogy. Each film has been nominated; none of them have won. Yeah, Wolf Walkers, I really feel like should have been the winner. 
So I have to say, unfortunately, I don't think it deserved it. Okay. How about you, Mr. Workman? All right, I'll do the rankings as well. Uh, I am also putting Onward on the very bottom. I don't like that film. It's not for me. Um, it just... I, I, didn't, I didn't even bother rewatching it this week. I've seen it twice, and I know I don't like it. Hmm. That's, that's me. It yeah. just doesn't work for me. Especially with uh, those two leads. Yeah. Especially, I don't like Tom Holland. I don't like Chris Pratt. Mm. Not good in that movie. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next, we'll be going up the rankings. We'll be Over the Moon. Uh, a film that I was kind of lukewarm on the first time I watched it. And when I rewatched it this week, I'm so happy I did. That film is incredible. I I don't know what I was thinking when I watched it the first time. Yeah. I should have done better. I should have been a better critic. It's incredible. Well, it is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's a great Asian representation. And uh, it, I, I can only suggest this so much because I'll run out of breath. Everybody watch this movie. Like seriously, get on watching this movie. Okay, I, it's on my list. I, I mean, it's on Netflix. It is. Uh, yeah, because one of uh, one of my friends they had let me listen to one of the songs from the movie, and like the song, it was really really good. And I was just like, oh. yeah, I need I need to watch this movie. And it's really interesting because the music is all over the place. Like mm-hmm. it does. The music feels like it's pulling from like the history of musical theater instead of just sitting in one era. So there's there will be a song that sounds like it's from Stephen Sondheim. Then the next song will sound like it's from from Lin Manuel Miranda. Like they're mm-hmm. they're everywhere, and it's it's actually really wonderful to hear mm-hmm. such a variety of music in one film. Cool, I I love it. I love that. Uh, I I feel ashamed that I ranked it as low as I did in 2020. Uh, I'm a I'm a bad person. <laughs> uh, but going up the list a little bit more is a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. It's a masterpiece. It was a masterpiece first time I watched it. It's a masterpiece now. Both Sean the Sheep movies are so good. I love Sean the Sheep. There you go. Makes me no, think I'm... of uh, Sheep in the Big City. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, but yeah, my number one film is Wolf Walkers. Uh, it's so fucking good. It's incredible. Uh, I I feel like I need to watch this film like at least once a month because it's beautiful to look at. It's such a moving tale. And uh, it says the one thing that I think most movies should say. Fuck British colonialism. They can... <laughs> they ruin everything yeah. uh and nobody's gonna tell you that harder than the irish <laughs> <laughs> uh that being said with soul uh, it it would have been in the three spot of the five but re-watching over the moon i ranked it higher than soul and i think soul's a really good and solid film but on this list it, it's going to number four but i don't think that says anything necessarily bad about soul it's just those other three films are incredible. Mm. Uh, other films that I, other animated films I do have ranked above Soul because uh, Wolf Walkers and Farm Again were both in my top ten this year. But The Willoughby's was really good. Uh, Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace Against the Universe, excellent. I love <laughs> I love Scoob. I know I'm me and Jonathan are kind of alone in the world on loving Scoob, but Scoob is incredible. Uh, How about the uh, Finding Jesus? Did you see that poster? <laughs> like, is that from 2020? Yes. I need to watch. I need to watch that because it's you know. free on Tubi. Oh, no, Tubi, Tubi, Tubi. Like, like Finding Nemo, but me, me and Joe wouldn't have a TikTok if it wasn't for Tubi. <laughs> uh, it's probably I, a shark in that movie. <laughs> it probably is. We should watch it. So I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm not mad that this won, but I don't think it deserved to win. Mm. Uh, I think it's just, it's. I, I think this is a very strong year for animation. And I, mm. while I don't think Soul's near the top, I, I do think it's an important film. And I do think it deserved some recognition. So, yeah. All right. So our second question, Banks, mm-hmm. is this the worst best animated feature? Is this the worst best animated feature? 
Yep. Is this the worst film to have ever won best animated feature? The worst film. And so, and like we're going from 2020 and down, right? Yeah, we're going from the at this point, yeah, from from 2020 all the way back to 20 uh, 2001. Uh, me and Zach are limited to those, <coughs> but you can also pick from the two films that win after this if you would like. Well, I'm looking at like all of the films that have won. Um, and you asked me, is this the worst film to had won? Had to win? Um, so I'm looking like honestly, like I don't know how Wally won. To be honest with y'all, like I watched it, <laughs> I watched that movie, and I was not impressed. Like, I mean, the animation was good, but I, like the story, it was it was meh. Uh, I don't really see a lot of people that that like recommend Wally or. Like when you think of Pixar films, like people don't ever bring up Wally that I know of. So I, I think that Wally is the worst one to head win. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're an iconoclast on the pod. It's good. Okay. All right, Zach, is this the worst film to win best animated feature? No, I have it at my uh, number 11 spot. I gave it four stars. So number 11. Of what is it? Twenty that we've done now? Uh is it twenty? I have nineteen. Maybe nineteen. Did I miss something? Um no, I don't have Zootopia on here. Which you had as uh, your worst, so <laughs> it it is my worst. So this doesn't change any of my, my rankings at this point. So let me let me go add that real quick before I forget. Okay. Yeah, that was another one. It was just okay. I mean, I I think it's better than Wally though. But yeah, it was just it was just okay. In my opinion, Paul got very passionate about his feelings on cops on that episode. <laughs> very passionate. Uh, okay. Um, and for me, it's the worst film to win best animated feature. I'm going to say no. I, I think talking to you guys has bumped up my star rating to four. And when I when I originally put it on my list, I didn't like how low I had it. And I felt bad. And I'm glad that I've kind of uh, sanded off some some feelings on it so that uh, I could put it above a couple of films that I think it belongs above. Uh, and I'm putting it at my number 14. And again, like, there's really only three films in this. And, and this, is the, this is the problem with this category being so short, is that I think in a, it would be much higher if we had a bigger sample size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with only having 22 films in the entire category and we've covered all but two of them, it gets shoved kind of in the bottom half by default. Uh, and you know, it's hanging out with frozen and toy story three, which are are good, but not great films. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it there. Banks. Thanks for coming and talking soul with us. Yeah, Yeah. for sure, man. I'm happy that I was able to come up here and talk about this because I really enjoyed the film. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I mean, you were you. in it. We had we had to have you. Exactly. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to let people know where they can find you out? Social media land. Yeah, you can find me in social media land at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. That's the podcast. Um, it's at Leveling Up Banks. It is on uh, Facebook, Twitter instagram um then you can find me on social media at king benji underscore banks that's on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and uh yeah and then also our youtube where you know we have reviews and interviews and stuff like that uh it is at leveling up banks and that's where you can find me at on all social media platforms Excellent. excellent uh any anything else you would like to plug uh when is this episode coming out uh about a week and a half from now okay so it'll be out after uh after i wrestle so yeah oh okay yeah (laughs) but uh see benjamin banks in vcw Uh, yes you can see me uh wrestle at vcw um let's see when this episode comes out uh i'll be wrestling in the first weekend of june is and it'll be at odu that's where i'll be wrestling oh nice I have a a VCW ticket stub from 2017 sitting on my desk right now for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no shows in May. So, yeah, the next one would be in uh, in June, the first weekend of June. 
Excellent. Awesome. All right. Zach, where can people find you? Find me on Critiker at Zachmaster, X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R, TikTok, House Havoc, or Letterboxd by searching my name. I'm trying to think if I watched anything else of note this week. Just podcast stuff. Wolf Walkers was my main thing that I watched this week. Otherwise, uh, Paul, where can we find you? Uh, you could follow me at Shark Dress Men on TikTok, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering all sorts of shark related content. You can follow me at Father of the Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterboxd, where I keep a running tally of all the films that I watch. And, um, I finally watched 65. Mm. That That's a movie. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Everybody's like, oh, okay. A uh, movie where Adam Driver shoots dinosaurs shouldn't be as dull as that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he says it's called 65? 65. It's a, it's a sci-fi film where Adam Driver is a human from another planet that lands on Earth 65 million years ago. Hmm. And it's a movie. <laughs> My review on Letterboxd is just, this is a movie I watched. <laughs> uh, also watched that Tetris movie. That was interesting. Hmm. I heard there's some real stakes in that film. Yeah, apparently real made-up stakes. But Oh, okay. Uh, but it also cops the ending from Argo, which is really interesting. <laughs> okay. You'll know what I mean. Mm. All right. So, with that, uh, hey, Zach, what are we watching next week? Next week, we've talked about it. We're going to be watching Encanto, which you can rent on Amazon, Ooh. Apple TV, Google, Redbox, Vudu, or YouTube, or stream on Disney+. Plus. Excellent. So, with that, get on out of here with these thank yous. So, uh, we'd like to thank Trav from our sister podcast, Hey, Leveling Up Benjamin Banks, for producing our show. We'd like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Pod and on Facebook at the Oscarsity Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the all, almighty algorithm. That algorithm. Jazz on over and give us five stars. Jazzing on them stars. Yeah, just jazzing. You're really good at jazzing. Thank you. Both of you guys are too. <laughs> so, so, for Benjamin Banks, normally Jonathan, and Zach, we would like for you all to have a damn fine day. <laughs> <laughs>